listening to Vet Candy. Hi, this is Dr. Jessica Turner, and you are listening to Living Well with Dr. Jessica. Your one stop for all things health and wellness, not just what to eat or how to move, but everything in between. And if you have been listening for any amount of time, you know that my sweet spot is mental health. And so that is what we're going to be digging in today. So of course, I'm excited. I say I'm excited every time and I joke about that, but I get really excited when I have the chance to talk with someone else that is equally passionate about this area, especially within our field. And so I am thrilled to welcome our guest today, Maggie Rose, CEO and founder of Inspired Company, which is dedicated to mental health awareness, support, and prevention. The newest venture is utilizing technology to help those struggling across the U.S. Welcome on, Maggie. Um, We're so thrilled to have you. I can't wait to hear what you're going to share with us. And so thanks just for making the time today to be on with us. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for bringing me on and uh, introducing what we're doing to your your viewers and your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So I always just like to jump in with, you know, what's your story? What led you to where you are today doing the work that you're doing? I know we were joking, you know, beforehand about how you were so young for what you have accomplished so far. I know I'm really curious to hear what has led you to this place. And so why don't you start with sharing that? So my story and my journey, you know, I I constantly talk to my team about the fact that it's been such a long time coming, especially with this launch of this app that that we're bringing across the country this Saturday, which of course we'll talk about in a little bit. So my journey began about six years ago. I lost a friend of mine to suicide. He was 19 years old when he passed away. And when that happened, it completely changed my life forever. I remember the day and the very moment that I got the phone call. I remember exactly where I was, how I felt. I was actually working on the Upper West Side in New York City as a server. And I rushed out of there and I just remember feeling such a panic, but also feeling such an incredible denial over what I had just heard. It took me quite a while to really cope with uh, the loss of my friend. And it led me eventually to find a professional. I had been a broke college student at the time when I lost my friend. I had a tremendous amount of difficulty going to work. I had a tremendous amount of difficulty even going to school. I had professors who were emailing me trying to figure out what was going on. And it was really hard for me to talk about because I didn't want to admit what had happened. I didn't want to believe that it was true. I think for the first six months, I was still calling his phone. And over and over and over, my heart was just continuing to just shatter into pieces. When that happened to me, a person who was always very ambitious, I graduated high school a year and a half early. I was going to school. I was working on the Upper West Side. For me to all of a sudden not be able to cope with something and have the struggles that I had, it was a huge eye-opener for me to a certain point. It took me a while to really open my eyes. But when I did, I realized I don't even recognize this person. I needed to find somebody, but I was also surrounded by stigma. I was surrounded by people who said, if you go see a professional, you're crazy. Something's wrong with you. It's only for people who have problems. I was very afraid to talk to people about it because I was afraid of what they would think. And really looking back on it, it's so understandable that I would be heartbroken, that I would be depressed, that I would have to cope with the loss of a close friend of mine at 19 years old dying way too early. And so looking back on it, 
you know, it's really sad that as a young person, I went through so much that could have been avoided if I felt the support of my family and friends, or if I even had support from just one person. So I realized I had to do this on my own. At least that was my conclusion was I have to do this on my own. And extensive Google searching later, I found a professional who was willing to see me. I went to his office. I told him what was going on. I think I cried for the entire hour. And he said, I'd like to see you every week. Uh, I am $150 a session. And I remember being just so upset by that because I thought, wow, I'm finally taking that step forward and I can't afford $600 a month to go towards therapy. You know, I'm finally talking about it. And that way it wasn't like I was going back to school at that time and I was going back to work. I was still having that difficulty. And so I left, I was super upset. My phone rang. It was the person I had just walked out on. And I thought, what is this guy going to say to me? I really did not want to pick up that phone, but I did. And he said, Maggie, um, listen, you left way too soon. He said, how's $10 every time you come in? Oh, wow. I mean, that changed my life forever. It really, really did. Because that moment, I was able to be free of the roadblock, the financial roadblock. And I had somebody in my corner, which was that professional. So I had this support in that one moment. I now could move forward one step at a time and really have that support and eliminate the roadblock so that I could continue moving in, in, a, in a good direction. And it led me back to school. I went back to school, switched my major, went to a different school, studied psychology. I realized, wow, this is really, you know, I'm passionate about this. And it, it ignited this passion in me to really help other people. And I think this huge part of my passion really comes from the frustration that I felt when I started coping with my friend's death. It was the fact that there are so many young people who are struggling today. And I was so angry that this was so common. And so going back to school, I really, I started to realize, wow, this is, this is where I need to be. However, I had four years to go because basically I was starting over now. And I had young people around me who were constantly confiding in me. People who are in the same class as me telling me that the day before they tried to jump out of a two-story window. True story that that was told to me. And again, that frustration, that upsetness that I felt, I remember sitting down going, I cannot wait anymore to do anything. I can't keep referring somebody to go to a hotline when they're coming back to me the next week and they're still telling me the same thing. And they're, they're simply confiding in me as friends. I couldn't even imagine what they would tell a professional. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Want to improve your clinical competence? Check out Vet Candy's Master Course in Ophthalmology. The Master Course is taught by Dr. DJ Hoisler, a board-certified ophthalmologist, and delivers a thorough evaluation of the science and clinical practice skills needed to master the ophthalmic disease. And when you complete the course, you receive exclusive tools to celebrate, recognize, and share your accomplishment. What's even more exciting? The course is free and provides race and New York State approved continuing education credits. This master course is brought to you by Centrix Animal Care. With patented hyaluronic acid technology for everyday comfort for pets, 
including OcuNovus Biohance Gel Eye Drops, Advanced Hydration for Dry Eyes, and OcuLine ES Biohance Ocular Repair Gel, supporting faster healing with fewer applications. What are you waiting for? Start learning today at myvetcandy.com eye. So at that point, what really began this journey of where we are now was starting a social media movement. And this was when Instagram was kind of transitioning into social media, when it was a photography platform, moving into a social media platform. And we utilized that. Um, I launched a simple uh, Instagram tag and account. And we had people from all over the country who were sending in their stories and sharing their stories and sharing their reasons to stay and sharing you know, what they were going through. I remember reading a story from an 11 year old girl out in California and it was heart wrenching. And still I felt, okay, we're creating a safe space for people to talk about these things, but we're still reading these stories that are so heart wrenching and there must be more that we can do. So a group of students and myself, we decided to go to the Rutgers New Brunswick campus here in New Jersey. And we started doing surveys on the college campus, just interviewing college students between the ages of 18 to 24 and saying, you know, what are the roadblocks for you? You know, what, what is it that's stopping you from getting the help you need? This is where we learned, of course, it was accessibility, it was affordability and stigma was huge. Yeah. We launched a nonprofit for three years. We were full speed ahead with a nonprofit organization, grassroots efforts. We were in Hunterdon County, New Jersey. We were in two major high schools putting programs that allowed students to have opportunity to outside therapy for $10 a session. However, COVID hit. Ah, uh, darn COVID. <laughs> you know what though? COVID hit. I remember walking into the office right before they shut everything down. We had our interns. We're, we're an internship site. So we have a lot of students who work with us and we had our interns running around. The phones were ringing. It was like something out of a movie. We had over 10,000 people flood our Facebook. And they were all finding out about this local program we had because they were searching online for programs in their area. And they were saying, I need help. I need to see somebody. I don't have the money. I don't know what's going to happen with COVID. There's so many unknowns. Help. Well, our professionals who are working with students started working with, you know, outside individuals and they were booked up very quick. And so now we were having to say no. How heartbreaking is that to have to say no? Okay. This is where we pivot. I said, we need to sit down and we need to talk as a team and figure out what our next steps are. We had once thought about doing an app, but it was too much money. It was going to cost us $100,000. It's ridiculous. And so somebody on our team said, why don't we do an app? Let's put our program on an app. Let's make it accessible. And I thought we've already been down this road. I don't know. I don't know if we can't afford it. Well, flash forward because there was a lot of in between and trying to align ourselves with the right people, the right advisors, the right mentors. And we got to this point where we said, okay, let's close down the organization and let's actually open a benefit corporation, which is like this amazing hybrid nonprofit type of opportunity where you have to stay mission focused. You have to hit quarterly metrics in your environment, in your team, in your mission. But we also have the opportunity to gain investment and really properly protect intellectual property and property associated with an app. We aligned ourselves with an app development team that... Unfortunately, they had their own connection with suicide and that actually ended up, they came on as an extension of our team and that actually ended up saving us about $100,000 because they were so passionate about helping us that they said, let's instead do this for $20,000 and let's just work our butts off. 
it allowed us through COVID when everybody was shut down, it allowed us to figure out how to work virtually and start developing what is now a mental health app. We did a tremendous amount of research. We went back to college campuses. We expanded our our reach there. We started talking to Seton Hall University, we're at a Valley Community College. Now, post-COVID, I mean, not only is accessibility, affordability, and stigma still a roadblock for young people, but it was also added in the fact that there's a one in 1,000 counselor to student ratio on most college campuses and universities medium size. For large colleges and universities, we're seeing a one in 3,500 ratio between counselor and students. On top of that, we're seeing uh, colleges who are saying, hey, there's a three-time cap. So if you come to the counseling center three times, you have to go elsewhere after that and find another professional to work with. So this is not a solution that could last a long time for a young person. This is a temporary solution. However, we then were seeing wait lists for that temporary solution from one month to as long as six months long for a young person just get in the door. Okay, we said we need to do something. We also learned that there was this big underrepresentation issue with mental health professions past therapy. So while many people immediately think of therapy, there's also life coaching, there's psychiatry services, there's counseling services that range from addiction counseling, eating disorder counseling, there's mentorship. There's so much more and one size does not fit all when it comes to mental health support. So flash forward to now, uh, we actually this Saturday are launching on the App Store on all devices, Google, Android, iPhone. We've been working our butts off on this. But um, Therapute is an app that gives a user more than just therapy. So we're focused on offering the largest platform of mental health services, ranging from life coaching, psychiatry, mentors, counselors, therapists, and so much more. We even have meditation specialists on here. Not only that, but we said we have to also help the user and the professional manage everything in one place because let's just make it simple. Let's let's get rid of all these roadblocks. And that's where we actually added, you can immediately send a session request, very similar to Calendly. You can see the professional's availability and send a session request for their soonest availability. You can manage your calendar in one place. We are adding a special feature. It'll come out uh, January, which allows a user to manage their payments all in one place. So you can manage almost like a Venmo. You can pay your professional directly, but it also allows us to create scholarship type opportunities where we can actually credit an account directly to pay for X amount of sessions in X amount of time for somebody in need. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, our biggest goal was just to make an app that was easily accessible, that also eliminated the stigma, that created a community. And one of our biggest things that we've been really trying to emphasize is we want to be that good friend for people. You know, we want to be the support. We want to be the resource. For those who can't afford therapy, all of our therapists work under $60 per session. So we basically went to therapists and instead of saying, okay, change your rate for everybody. We said, how many people can you take under $60 per session. Some of them as low as $10 per session. And with hardship accounts and opportunities through us, you can access basically what would be free mental health services for X amount of time or a free account with us, which allows you access to all of these amazing things, as well as all these professionals. There's a chat feature. I mean, there's just so much to it. 
And um, I will tell you, I I did, we have it on the private app store and I did download it this week. It's been very surreal. Our entire team is excited to use it. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Vet Candy Radio delivers world-class content with engaging voices and inspirational messages curated by a network of top influencers and experts. Stream 24-7 at myvetcandy.com. All that hard work come into something you could tangibly hold in your hand. It's just so exciting. The whole time I was listening to your, your story in the beginning, I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm already sick. If I start crying, I'm like, I'm able to breathe. Like, I hold it together. Like, if people, if people know me, they know I'm a very emotionally connected person. And so this wouldn't be the first time I'd cry on an episode. But so much of your story is my story. And I mean, it took me 10 years to seek, you know, the help that I needed. And I do think that I would have been pushed to the place that you were where you you physically could not function if my roommate would have been successful back then. But being a part of that in any capacity, but much less being the person that finds, you know, your friend in that in that position, I look back and I'm like, how did people even allow me to do which granted, there was very few people that knew what was going on. But I think back to my interaction with our counselor, part of the vet school. And the fact that we met once for maybe 30 minutes, and it was more about getting an extension on my test than to actually talk about what just happened. That's not okay. (laughs) You know, like, what's wrong with that picture? Like, I feel like somebody should have been like, no, listen, I I know you're in the middle of vet school and like, you're focused on surviving, but you need to get the proper help to process what just happened. And, And I did it. And so much of it was because I didn't want anybody to know. One, I couldn't really talk about it because it wasn't my story to talk about at that point. But I didn't want my closest friends to know. I I was embarrassed that I ended up on medication to help me get through that. I was 21 when that happened, and I didn't step into my first appointment with a true therapist until the January before COVID hit. So, I mean, that, you know, wasn't that long ago. And we honestly didn't start digging into what we needed to dig into because we were dealing with COVID crap (laughs) until, unfortunately, my roommate was actually successful in 2019. And so so I know what you've gone through and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And that's, you know, why I'm so passionate about it within veterinarians, because, I mean, we're veterinarians. And I, I was so grateful that I was already had already made that step to get counseling when it happened, because I I was able to have that, you know, like I had already made that commitment. And when you were talking about finances, you know, I'm in a position that most aren't in where we have a health savings account. And that is the only reason I was able to justify finally getting help. Because like you said, it's over $100 a session. And, you know, you even knowing that we had money allotted for this kind of thing, it like every time I stepped in and I had to 
you know, make that payment, it was like, oh man, this sucks. You know, like it, it's such a, a real problem for people. So many people can't afford to do that. You know, if you're not even discussing the, the stigma or the accessibility, it's a real issue that I, I think unless you're in that position and you are forced to seek help and then you like are faced with that reality of what it costs, you really just don't, you don't know. You know, if it's not personally affecting you, then it's one of those things like, well, why do I care? But the reality is it's such a huge problem that so many aren't talking about that I promise you every single person listening either is in that situation where they know they need, you know, help. And like you said, you know, it could look so many different ways and what that help could look like. But if it's not you personally, then I promise you, you have a friend that falls into that category. It's so important to give yourself that permission to go through the steps that you need to properly heal and just process, you know, whether it's something like you and I have gone through or some other form of trauma or honestly just the last two years, I feel like it's trauma to everybody. You know, like there's a reason why there's such a increase in these numbers. Whenever I first started trying to get appointments, I remember being told that there was a couple of months out wait list. And it, again, it was like, but how am I, you know, how am I supposed to get the help that I need? Like, I really need it right now. Like, but you're telling me I have to wait a couple of months. I'm so excited for all that you've accomplished, you and so many people that have been a part of it. I do think it takes going through something like that to create that fire and that passion for change, um, because it's really the only way to truly understand the need. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I appreciate you saying, saying thank you. You know, it's, but at the same time, it's all of us here. We have 23 people on our team. We have 23 interns and volunteers and they're amazing. They all, just like you said, if it's not them, it's somebody else that they know. And everybody here is, their passion is fueled a hundred percent by either their own story or the story of losing somebody who they know, you know, for us, you know, you mentioned veterinarians and, and you kind of like briefly mentioned that in your story as, as you were in school for that. I think for us, one of our biggest target audiences, obviously in our, our first year, definitely is college students. However, we are also focused on career individuals. Mm-hmm. So we learned of course, that with veterinarians, there's a huge, huge, huge suicide rate. I just read a statistic not too long ago. It was approximately 60% of all veterinarians have considered uh, suicide. For us, the question was, well, there's not exactly one reason. Everybody has their own opinion on why, you know, high work ethic, uh, competition, um, et cetera. The list goes on. But we said, okay, how can we be accessible for them when they're in need? And so while you might be on call or you might be in and out of, you know, whatever it might be in your day-to-day as a veterinarian, you might not have the time to get in your car, go to therapy, or even just take the time to sit down for an hour and be on a Zoom call um, or go home for that Zoom call because where's privacy, you know, in this when you're at work? And so for us, building the app the way that we did, we made sure that on the front page of our app, You can click on two main buttons on the front page without even creating an account, which is the crisis text line, which gets you to an operator immediately over text. And the crisis text line is amazing. Obviously, it has the word crisis in it. So a lot of people think, well, I'm not necessarily in crisis, but the crisis text line is 24-7 and it is for 
literally anything, period. If you are up at night and your brain will not stop turning and you are trying to sort through those thoughts, you can go to the crisis text line. You can literally text home to 741-741 and talk to somebody right then and there. Now, it's a different person. It's a different counselor every time. So obviously that's something, again, that's kind of temporary, but can still help you sort through those thoughts. And then of course we have the hotline attached to that. So if you need to make a phone call and talk to somebody, you can do that. Once you get on the app, uh, you can send a session request within seconds. And the biggest thing for us was for busy professional, wonder if they have to cancel, right? That's always a concern. Wonder if I have to cancel. Do I get charged for that? You know, what happens? Do I lose my spot? You know, do I lose the opportunity to work with this person? No, because literally within 10 seconds, you can also reschedule and already have another date set. You just choose their availability and your availability right then and there, and you can reschedule. No problem. And there's no shame in having to reschedule. The point is you're not canceling. Yeah, you're not having to get back on the wait list. Exactly. And we purposefully made and designed the app flow in a way that there is no cancel button unless, of course, you go in to edit the session request you've sent. So if for a professional, there is no deny or cancel, there is only reschedule. Unless, of course, again, you go into uh, your session request and you decide to cancel. For us, we wanted to make sure that people knew that there was always an opportunity to have an appointment. And there's always so many people. We actually have over 500 professionals that were onboarding this week alone. I know. And you're like, your team is 23 people? They are. And they are just running around like crazy, just trying to make sure that everybody has what they need. Saturday, we launch and... You know, obviously we're launching, which means really mostly we're, we're focused on users coming onto the app. So we have 500 professionals that have gone through our application process and are vetted to be on the app. And now we're, we're basically onboarding them for Saturday. So that as of Saturday, you know, anybody would be able to have access to over 500 professionals ranging across those five categories of services. But um, I think there's also something really big here for us, which is helping to define the difference between mental health and mental illness. Something that we talk about a lot is that there is a huge difference between the two. Everybody has mental health, but not everybody has mental illness. I'm like, we could talk all day and never have a commercial break, but we're going to take a quick break for our listeners. And I would love to dive deeper into that conversation and just continue to kind of pick apart the different things that y'all are working on. There's so much here. I feel like we could stay on for hours, but we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, this is Dr. Quincy Hawley, and I'm here to tell you about a new show. It's Vet Candy Rounds with the Hawleys. That's right, Dr. Tierra, the love of my life, and I have teamed up to bring you the most fascinating cases in the world. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or a podcast platform of your choice, only on Vet Candy Radio. All right, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Living Well with Dr. Jessica, and today we have Maggie Rose on, the CEO and founder of Inspired Company. And we are talking all things mental health and mental wellness. And we were just talking about the difference between 
mental health and how we all have that and mental illness. And so I'm going to hand it back over to you and just kind of continue that conversation because I think it's an important one. I think a lot of people hear mental health in general and they automatically either discard themselves like, oh, well, that's not me. I don't, I've actually, I openly talk about, you know, that I go to therapy because I still go every other week and I've had conversations with people and they're like, well, I don't, I don't think I have any problems, you know, because I'm like, I think everyone would benefit from just understanding themselves better. It's just been so eye-opening as to why I do certain things or, you know, struggle with certain things because of an outsider being able to give me perspective. And so, so many times people are are like, well, but I think I'm good. I really don't think I need to talk through anything. And I'm like, I completely understand that because if you don't have a glaring, you know, issue that you're working through some kind of trauma or something, it can be very easy to just be like, oh, well, that's nice that they have this app coming out and that we're talking about these things because they're important, but I don't think I need any of those things. And so I'd love for you to just kind of dig in and and give your take on on that. Yeah. So actually, you know, there's there's really two main aspects of what you just said that I think I would love to dive into. And the first thing is for us, yes, many people may not feel that they need therapeutic, which is the name of the app, right? But what we're constantly trying to help inspire other people to do is remember that even if you don't necessarily quote unquote need it right now, you may know somebody who needs it. And so this is not only an opportunity to access our platform, access professional services, find a community to be a part of, schedule, manage payments, all of that fun stuff in one place. But this is also a resource for you to share with somebody who might be in need. And we see so many people, especially really all ages, who they'll be in a situation where they don't know how to help. And somebody, whether it's their friend, their family member, they've come to them and they've said something that may have been concerning or they've asked for help. I don't know what to do. And they're, they're looking for advice or they're looking for guidance. And as a friend or a family member, that person does not know how to respond or is afraid to respond. And there's this bit of panic, which is like, what do I do? What do I say? How do I help? And am I a bad friend or a bad family member for not knowing how to help? And so this is where for us, we want to help that person as well and give them a resource that they can share. So this is also a resource for people. When it comes to mental health versus mental illness, uh, before the break, I mentioned there is a difference. Mental illness does live on a spectrum. Mental health, everybody has. Mental illness, not everybody has. I actually spoke to somebody yesterday who came into our office and he, he's an older gentleman and a very nice, wonderful person to be around. Um, he's actually one of our advisors. And he had said, you know, I'm not familiar with the fact that there is a difference between mental health and mental illness. And the way that we described it to him was very common for many people is physical health. So you go to the gym, you also eat healthy. So you change your eating habits. You change your day-to-day exercise habits. Why? Because you want to be healthy or you're striving towards a healthier life, you know, a healthier physical being, whether it's for a look that you're going for or whether it's literally just for your health. However, just like mental health, you have your body also has your mental, (laughs) right? So one of the biggest things is that you can't live without your heart and you can't live without your brain. 
one or the other goes. And unfortunately, you, you can't survive. While you're exercising, you're trying to help your physical heart. You also have to help your physical mind because they feed each other. And so it's so important to really understand that every single day, not only do you have to do your physical exercises or watch, you know, the type of food that you put in your body to maintain a, a healthy well-being, but you also have to maintain your mental well-being, whether it's taking a self-care day, knowing your triggers, knowing the things that irritate you, being able to take a step back and breathe, maybe even having an Apple watch that tells you to breathe. And that was something funny yesterday, actually, while we were talking about this with this gentleman, his Apple watch told him to breathe. I said, see right there, your Apple watch is already trying to also help you maintain a healthier mental well-being because the breathing, yes, is to help slow down your heart, but it's also to help your mind. And so many people don't realize that there's this big difference. Every single day, you can be exercising your mental health, just like you do with your physical health. And mental illness, obviously, is something that's diagnosed. It could be a certain disorder. It could be an imbalance in the brain. It can be uh, even trauma or a traumatic event can trigger certain mental illness in your life that maybe you never knew you had. And that may need to be treated differently because you might need to work with a psychiatrist. You might need to work you know, with a therapist or a team and take that one step at a time. But with mental health, everybody can be doing something every day, even stress levels, which we see is the highest reason, the highest leading factor to a career individual, individual uh, suffering from depression is actually high stress levels. I think um, it's safe to say that anyone listening to this, you know, like everybody deals with stress. And I think it we're doing a disservice to ourselves when we disconnect the reality of what that is. You know, like that is affecting, obviously it's affecting our physical state too, because we're going to see things presenting in a physical form, whether it's, you know, heart issues or whatever it may be that's stress related. But so much of it is, like you said, tied to our brain. Everything's connected. And so that example of just stress load and the impact you can make by just being aware of like your mental health and what can feed into being a part of like a mental health regimen is just so powerful. And, you know, I love that y'all are including things you were saying, like guided meditation and things like that, because everybody, I mean, can really benefit from practices that just allow us to be more present and mindful. That's been something that I've dug into pretty deep this past year and just equipping myself with different exercises that are so simple. And, you know, I've done different little, you know, challenges or whatever, where I'm just sharing this information with my colleagues. And it's, it's something you could do, you know, in a matter of like in between seeing patients, like just making that time to to stop and do a breathing exercise. Or I'm always like, go outside and just look at the clouds for a second. Like you used to as a kid, you know, like try to find like something in the clouds, like a shape. And it seems so silly, but it's all so powerful when you start operating in it. And so I, I think there's just so many different things that tie in. And I think there's a lot of things that people are doing, like your example of this, just this gentleman with his watch going off, you know, reminding him to breathe. He's already doing it. He just doesn't realize that that's what it actually is. And so, you know, I think it's just a conversation that needs to be continued to be had. And it's why I, I like having people on like you. Well, I'm so grateful for the opportunity and I'm excited to continue to get to know you, to continue to get to know how to best help your, your listeners as well, because it's, it's so important for us to try to help in any and every way possible. 
and it's our mission. You know, it's, it's what we're, we're dedicating our life to. So thank you so much again for having me on and for diving into these conversations with me today. Yeah, we're definitely going to continue on. I do want to give you an opportunity to share about the publication aspect of what y'all are going to be rolling out um, as a resource as well. Sure. Um, so actually, it also kind of grew during COVID. We had a local publication that was really just updating our friends, family, neighbors, supporters. And throughout COVID, all becoming virtual we started working on the app and we had so much to say, so much to talk about and so much that we were learning was also not talked about or underrepresented. During that time, we decided to launch a monthly mental health magazine called Renewed Awareness. So you can actually visit us at renewedawarenessmag.com and you can not only see our digital mental health magazine for this month, but you can also view previous issues, blog posts, we talk about a lot in this particular month, we actually interviewed Dr. Sheldon Jacobs, who went undercover for 48 hours as a homeless man to learn and actually experience firsthand homelessness in the U.S., how that affects a person's mental health and well-being, and what it really is like to sleep on the streets. It was an experiment that he did that obviously also helped shape his life and change his life, but focus him on this particular mission of bringing awareness to mental health and homelessness. He works with the National Alliance of Mental Illness, and he's just a truly incredible person and author, has a truly incredible story. He was our cover story for this month. So there's a lot that we talk about in each issue. We try to cover topics of health and wellness, new discoveries, uh, and so much more. So that's a monthly publication. And we're continuing to grow it every month. We now take submissions, which is awesome. So if anybody has a submission that they want to send in, even if you're not the best writer, it's okay. We do have editors for a reason. So, you know, for us, we want to hear from you guys. If you have topics that you want us to talk about, even in the veterinarian field, which is a topic that we're going to be talking about this January, then we would love to hear from you. And, you know, I'm going to tell you the best way to reach us is to either email editor at inspiredco.io or contact myself personally. I'd love to hear from you guys. And that's maggie.rose at inspiredco.io. And I'm sure that we can put that information somewhere where you guys can access that. Make sure you spell it right. Yes, we will have all of that organized because we really have so many resources that we want to make sure our listeners are able to get in their hands. I know a lot of you guys are listening while you're driving or, you know, you're you're multitasking, you're doing something else. So you're not really able to just jot things down. So we always try to do our best to collect all of that. I will say I may um, get with you about submitting something because... I love writing. That's my thing that makes me the happiest. (laughs) And you know what that is also? That is a self-care technique. It's been tremendous with my healing. I think that's part of why I've I've fallen in love with it so much over the last couple of years. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. This is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk wench. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. 
On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Bet Candy Radio. It has been a pleasure having you on. I know you just shared, you know, different ways to get in touch with you. Are there any other Instagram or anything like that that our listeners can, you know, follow you, keep in touch with you and the organization that you'd like to share before we? Um, you can actually find us on Instagram. It's at inspiredco.io. That's our Instagram handle. And you can also actually check in on the app, which launches this uh, Saturday. It will be in the Apple Store as well as Google Play Store uh, under Therapute. Or you can go to therapute.co, so .co, and follow us there as well through the website. You can subscribe to get updates. We're doing a lot. And it would just be such a pleasure to, to communicate with any of your listeners and hear from you guys, hear any suggestions you have, and also just to see what we're doing and, and see if we can be a resource or help for you. I love every single episode. It's such an honor to be able to connect with, you know, people that are just doing things in the wellness space, whether that's mental wellness or, you know, financial wellness. But there's a handful that really stick out as those episodes that I think are really going to be just a game changer for so many of our listeners. And I just know today's is going to be one of those. I really hope that our listeners make the step to look into these resources, you know, sign up to get the the publications and check out the app. And like we said, if it's not for you, just so you're familiar with it to share with someone else, because I promise you there's, there's someone in your corner that can use all of this. And so just want to encourage everyone to Remember that they're never alone if they're the ones that are, you know, struggling or it's so easy to feel like you're the only one. I mean, that's such a big part of why I openly share as much as I do. But remember that you also play a role for the people that are in your life. I feel like there's a lot that, like you said, when people don't know what to say in response to maybe having like that indicator that something's not quite right with a family member or a friend, just being there and a lot of times not even say anything, but now you could share these resources can really make a huge difference. So I just want to encourage everyone to remember that we all play a role in this and that we could do a lot more than we recognize, especially when we come together like this. So I will definitely have you back on though, because I know enough um, that we didn't get to even touch on that I, I want to. And so for our listeners, Stay tuned for when that will be, but we will definitely have Maggie back on for a future. Thank you, Jessica. It's been such a pleasure. It really has. And, you know, like you said, there's so much more to unpack. So I'm excited to, to come back again soon and just keep the conversation going. It's, it's really the first step in bringing awareness is just talking about it. So thank you for being willing to talk about it and being open to sharing your side of things as well and your, your opinion on all of this. It's important. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Until next time, this is Dr. Jessica with Living Well. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. It's Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.